live from the Are We Pretty Studios. We bring to you all the tea from War of the Roses All-Stars. So whether you're a fan of war or living under a rock, this review is for you. Each week, we go over exactly what happened at Bella DuBall's War of the Roses, only at Atomic Rose in Memphis, Tennessee. So get ready to get into it. This is the War of the Roses Review. Review. Anneli, would you like to bring us out of that? Wait, what did we do? Oh, we, I sang we something. The intro. Yeah, I sang and it farted and then. Um... You can just say welcome. You can just say welcome. <laughs> we're just going to use this. This is what we're going to be using. This is what we're using. All right, everybody, welcome to the War of the Roses All-Stars Review. Um, we today are going to be talking about the mix and match ball, which is the third episode of all stars. Um, before we introduce you to the guest for this week, um, Miami, do you have anything to say about this ball? What were you thinking? What was going on in your mind? Um, yeah. Being a queen has more to do with having balls to do what you weak fucks won't do. Tell them son. I love balls. Um, I'm so excited to talk about this week's episode. I feel like this was such a fun week. And honestly, like, yeah, let's just get into it. Um, I don't know if I have the same feelings, um, but let's, <laughs> right, right, right. let's go ahead and bring on our, our guest for this week. We have the incredible talents of Miss Luna Luella. Hey, how are y'all? Hi, thanks for being here, loser. Um, how? <laughs> dirty. Uh-uh. So dirty. Um, oh look, God. I saved you last week, and I'm very curious to know, um, how were you feeling going into this week? And, uh, you know, like, how, how were you coming into this week? Uh, coming into the competition in general. You know, it's stressful, nervousness. You never know what's going to happen. Um, you know... I, I'm pretty confident in my own drag, my performances. I know what I bring to the table. And, you know, like uh, I've been told a lot, it's five to four people's opinions. And, you know, the scores come out as the scores come out. And the situation is when, uh, when I went to All-Stars, I was like, you know what? It's going to be what it's going to be. Um, you know, if, you know, if it's a lose, then I add it to my losses. If it's a win, then I add it to my wins. So, and that's, you know, that's what, being a drag queen's about you're gonna lose it and then you're you're gonna win so you know i'm not upset or anything like that it's just uh i'm glad that i don't have to stress about it anymore <laughs> yeah because i am fucking stressed especially for this next coming week um now i i believe if i if i know my my truth correctly you did hear the last episode now I, i'm really curious to know um how do you think uh, like, what is your opinion about drag artists critiquing other drag artists? I, oh, Lord. Okay, you're going to learn from somebody and who's better to learn than from seasoned queens themselves, whether it's been a couple years before you. There's always something to learn from somebody. Now, the way I came up in this uh, community, it was 
there there was critiquing and there was reads, but it was always followed up with uh, instructions or how to do something better. And so, you know, uh, and you, you know, when you do it for a long time, you know, to filter out the ones where it's just, just reads from a, you know, jealous bitch because <laughs> she got sent home or shout out to Patty. <laughs> Or, you know, and like, yeah, I think reading is necessary to be able to grow, honestly. And, you know, it's critiques, but it's constructive. Just make sure they are constructive. Follow it up. If you're going to call me ugly, tell me how not to be ugly. Yeah, maybe start with quitting drag. Um, You know, actually, I have to say, Luna, I think you did so good during this competition. And honestly, like the all stars that are in war of the roses are literally killing it like everyone's doing so good it's such a close game everyone's bringing their a game and judging it from a judge's perspective it is so hard to have to nitpick all these amazing artists so i just have to commend you this is not the end of luna she is doing it she's going to keep killing it and uh yeah i'm so excited to see what you do next but before we talk about what you're doing next i feel like we should talk about what went down on this week of War of the Roses. So like Annalise said earlier, this was the mix and match ball. They had to create a mixtape style performance. And how, how did if someone explain to me exactly how this challenge was laid out to y'all? I mean, it was pretty simple. Uh, mixtape, choose a genre. Or then we, you know, we discussed further about, uh, you know, uh, decades of genres because they're so different. So my decade that I chose was a 2000s pop. Um, and it was just that and make a mixtape um, of varying songs from various artists. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure that we all pretty much got that down of what we needed to do. Yeah. And also we were asked specifically to include three different songs um, within that mixtape that we made. Before we get into this challenge moment, were y'all excited to do something like this? Was this a challenge that y'all were looking forward to? Or was this something y'all were like, girl, let's move on? I was looking forward to it because I'm the mixtape queen. Let me tell you, <laughs> I will do a mix every show, six, seven minutes, exhaust myself. So yeah, I was looking forward to it, honestly. And I found something. Uh, I made a mixtape uh, like a week before and I was super excited about it. So uh, it was it was stressful because, you know, judging, but I had a lot good time doing it yeah i love making mixes um and so this one i felt very comfortable like putting it together i was also very excited for the genre that i picked which we'll talk about in a moment um because i i just had a feeling that it would be very different from what everybody else was doing um but honestly everyone did really good i think everyone hit the brief um just some hit it better than others speaking of hitting things let's hit it bitch um, so first out into the challenge was Miss Tiffany Minks. She came out and did a Broadway mixtape. And I have to say immediately, I thought the idea of this number was amazing. She had this moment where she was really like building up. I think she was she was selling it as like, this was a musical about her basically losing season one of, of War of the Roses. And she built this whole moment up to the very end where she was being crowned. Um, I think overall the number was good. I do wish, cause at the end she had someone come out with a crown and some flowers, but it was a very swift moment. It was al almost like it happened way too fast. I wish that would have been a moment that really like built up and, and it was like, you know, like a, like the pivotal moment of the number. But I feel like it was kind of like, 
an afterthought. And I don't really think that was Tiffany's fault. I feel like it was more on the the dancer because uh, it looked like they were struggling to get up on the stage and like run up there. But yeah, I think this was a I think it was a good number. So I'm going to give it a bloom. Yeah, I can uh, confirm that that moment was supposed to happen a little bit earlier and it was supposed to be a little bit more, you know, of that buildup you were talking about. But you know what? It is what it is. Sometimes things don't go as planned as I'll talk about later. Um, (laughs) Things don't go as planned and you just have to honestly just keep going. And if it hurts you, it hurts you and it fucking sucks. But uh, yeah, but I also really like this concept. I, she was definitely giving like, I'm reliving this moment, but I'm going to be winning at the end. I really liked the the concept of it also. I'll give it a boom. Uh, yeah, in the group chat, when she said uh, Broadway, I was like, oh God. So there's a 50, 50% chance of it could go really wrong or it can go really right. And for me, it, it, it went really right. I enjoyed the song. Uh, choices. I thought uh, the mixture of them put together was really well. I thought the idea of the uh, the talking in the first bit of like, oh, this is Broadway was really cute. Um, execution, she did really well. I would say one thing is puts, uh, especially with those type of songs, a lot of emotion, a lot, of, a lot, a lot of emotion. So like exaggerate out the ass, you know what I mean? But like she did really good. So I give this performance a bloom. Yeah. Moving on, we are going to go to Zoe Adams. Now, Zoe came out and did a Disney mixtape, which I thought was really out of left field. I didn't really expect anyone to pick like Disney as their genre. And I thought that this number was really good. I think Zoe was trying something different. She was really giving us like a fun side of her that we don't really get to see that much. She's very serious when it comes to performing. So it was fun to kind of see her break that wall down and do something different. I do think that the number itself wasn't as strong as some of the other numbers. And I think that's why she placed where she placed. But overall, I wasn't mad at the number. I was having fun watching her. And I think it's a bloom. Yeah, Zoe had some really fun moments. Uh, In particular, there was a part where she was singing Beauty and the Beast and she pointed at Bella when they said Beast. So that was really fun. Um, She looked looked gorgeous. Um, The only thing that I would say for me that could have maybe elevated this is I felt like all the songs had the same type of like tempo and the same type of mood. Um, but it was excellent. I, I liked watching this and honestly the camera work as well. Uh, whoever was recording this, uh, really fucking sick ass camera work. The way that the lights were hitting Zoe. Was <laughs> um, but I'm going to give this a bloom. I think Zoe did great. I really do like the mixtape. It covers a lot of bases of Disney. Um, she looked gorgeous in that dress and that quinceanera dress. <laughs> I remember her showing me that a couple weeks ago and I was like, I have to see it on you just to know, to know, to really know. But, uh, yeah, it was really cute. And I'd have to say, uh, the way she played with the song was fun. Like y'all said. And you know, uh, Zoe doing a ballad, she's one of my favorite queens to watch do a ballad. She knows how to, you know, give emotion at the right points and do what she needs to do. So yeah, give this performance a bloom. Next up was Miss Luna Luella. She may or may not be in the studio today. And <laughs> Luna came out and did a pop mixtape. Now, Luna, I want you to kind of explain to the audience who are listening, what, uh, what was going through your head when you were preparing for this number? This is going to be exhausting. (laughs) 
Oh my God, the mix, uh, constant, constant movement. I knew that I would have to be doing something. There was no time to rest. So I was like, this is going to be exhausting. Hopefully I hit the marks. I'll even tell you some real tea um, in the performance. You know that time that I got onto the pole? Yeah. Um, so I had walked over there uh, when Zoe was performing and I knew the people that were kind of like drinking around the pole. And I said, when I start, can you please move? your drinks <laughs> no what and i'm like just move your shit <laughs> yeah because regardless the bitch is going up there yeah but no i was you know and i enjoyed the songs like i had fun doing it honestly yeah i think that your number was cute i wasn't mad at the number i just think that compared to some of the other people it fell a little bit short but i'm still gonna give it a bloom i did enjoy it and when you jumped off the stage into that into that moment that was that looked like it hurt <laughs> that shit looked like it hurt bitch but i'm giving it a balloon honey what about you Annalie? sorry my dogs are giving it a doom um they, <laughs> uh i like i really like the look i love i love those types of sleeves i don't know what type of sleeves they're called but i, I really like the costume the hair looks sick you definitely came out there with this like attitude that i just fucking love that i wish i could bring to like every single one of my performances um so that was very fierce i will say in my opinion i just think the mix was too long but that's not like a i don't that's know that's the not first like time Annalie has said something about length in a negative way <laughs> Uh, but but other than that, like that's not like a a read on your specific performance. I think you performed it really well from what I saw. Um, but maybe it just went on too long. But it is a bloom for sure. I live for you, Luna. Also, to, to speak on like the the getting on a bar, like moving your drinks. We said this last week, but really, when you go to a drag show, it is like you're at SeaWorld. Everywhere is a splash zone. Be careful. Um. I watched a video of me performing. I will admit there were some moments in there where I slowed down and I noticed because I'm fat and tired. Uh, but overall, I was kind of impressed with myself. I hit some points that I really like to do. Um, you know, jumping off the stage into a death drop, I always, you know, save that for a moment because it's always a moment. I've never had a crowd be silent to it. So I'll give it, I'll give it a blow. So next up was Miss LaMixie, and LaMixie came out and did an alternative mixtape. Now, I will say I love LaMixie, but I think she may not know what alternative is. She came out and did Lana Del Rey, and I feel like Lana doesn't really fall into the alternative category. Am I wrong? What do y'all think? Anybody listen to Lana that agrees okay. or disagrees with me? I'm gonna Google it real quick. Yeah, I think someone someone get some research on this. I think she's closer to pop than anything. Yeah, she's gonna say I feel like she's one of the pop girls. Um, yeah. She's like sad pop. Um, I mm -hmm. feel like here's the thing. I love Lamixi, but I have to give this a doom. I'm so sorry. I just don't feel like it hits. Uh, it didn't hit all the way compared to some of the other girls. I'm reading here, I, I found two things that say Alana Del Rey is alternative pop. So you don't know what you're talking about, Miami. I also see indie rock. Okay. Well, I think <laughs> if I was doing alternative, I would go for like a more obvious choice. Cause I just, I don't know. I f and especially the songs that she picked, I feel like they didn't really give me alternative. I'm gonna bloom this and here is my main reason why. I, I also think she did really great. Um, I, I live for La Mixie, the way she twirls, eh, I'm envious of it. 
Um, but I do know that there was a huge hiccup with her music that was kind of out of her control. And, uh, you know, she was kind of not very happy uh, right before she went on. And then she went and, you know, maybe she carried kind of those feelings with her, which is great for Lana Del Rey, I guess. Um, <laughs> but uh, but, you know, the fact that she still turned it out and turned out like a, a, a solid performance. Uh, I'm going to boom it. I agree with Miami on some points of the alternative, because uh, when I when I'm thinking of genres, um, you kind of it's kind of a hit the nail on the head type of thing. Like, can I hear it and know that it's, you know, this specific genre? So alternative, I would have gone probably a bit more punk with it j just because um, I did like the outfit she was wearing. I thought she looked really, really cute. I'll give her points on doing what she did in those seven inch stripper shoes because I could never. So, uh, oof, uh, soft bloom. I'll give it a soft bloom. She listens to the pod. She's soft blooming. You know how many soft blooms I got on this pod? This <laughs> <You're> <laughs> yes, the soft bloom queen. <laughs> yeah, get into it. I think I'm right about the podcast, but I don't think I've been doomed yet. For on this? All, yeah, for all stars. I don't think we've doomed like with like three times. I feel like yeah. maybe twice. It was. Yeah. It wasn't. Also, we're not. We're not done with uh, critiquing today. We. we, we right. <laughs> <laughs> There's still runway cunt. Right. Um, <laughs> Um, speaking of cunts, next up was Miss Annalie Duchet, and she did reggaeton, or as Bella would pronounce it, reggaeton. Um, <laughs> it was, it, it was a really fierce number. I thought this was such a clever moment for you. I love that you did a telenovela twist on this mixtape moment. Why don't you kind of explain to everyone your thought process behind creating this moment? So originally it was not a telenovela moment. It was, uh, I just had a mix. And then, um, you know, Bella reached out to me uh, to talk to me about something. And she just asked me, hey, how are you feeling about, how are you feeling about this week? And I was like, you know, I'm not feeling 100% because I don't have like, Normally I come in with like a strong concept for the performances. Like I have a storyline, I have this character and I was just kind of telling her that I didn't feel confident yet. And, you know, she kind of asked me some questions and eventually I found my way into the realm of telenovela. So shout out to Bella for like helping me workshop. Um, and honestly, I, I don't know how many of the other performers are really taking advantage of like the judges, but like, if you're not, talk to the judges they are there to help you really they are it that you kind of have to you know kind of seek it out when you can but anyway so um i knew i wanted to do reggaeton from the beginning the moment we got this brief um i was like I, that's what i want to do and uh so i did and i i had a lot of fun doing this one uh i definitely looked and like i i don't think i've ever turned out a look like this before so i was very proud of that um now there were a few little clunky moments that i was planning on doing and they just didn't hit and i wish that i could have hit some of those points that i wanted to a lot better and stronger but overall i thought it was great and i don't know if it's my turn to bloom but i'm blooming it i think it was great and bloom i'm gonna agree with you i think this is definitely a bloom 
and here's why. I feel like you really had a strong concept. You had a story from start to end. Did you have some hiccups? Absolutely, and they were noticeable. But overall, I think you definitely saved the entire performance because the way you sell comedy is like, I, I don't know how to explain it. You're just like crazy and I live for you. So good for you. I feel like this was a great week for you and it's a bloom. I can't really complain about it. I will say though, bitch, I know for a fucking fact, this is exclusive tea moment. Did you have a fucking outfit underneath that dress that you couldn't get off? Ah! <laughs> she came backstage and she was like, I wonder if they noticed. <laughs> and I was like, Probably. we can see it under the dress, <laughs> under the cover of it was hanging out the bottom, bitch. <laughs> Okay, and this is for everyone. If Look, I am not used to doing, like, uh, reveals. It's not my thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not used to doing good drag. True. Um, and so um, I zipped up the top. I zipped up the one, like, all the way up to the top, and it was under a necklace. I should have left it down just a teeny bit because the necklace was covering it, and it would have been easier for me to, like, grab it. Um, I also, in the future, if I ever do something where I'm, like, doing a, a reveal or something, I need to make sure that I practice it with my body, with the gloves, with everything, because I mean, I, I just got tripped up because I, I like hadn't practiced as well as I could have. No, I feel you. Gloves will throw you off. You never expect them to be so hard to like function with, but I swear every time I wear a glove, I'm like, I'm not doing shit, but walking around. So Ooh. I feel you. I still think the number was great. I still think you did a good job. Luna, what did you think of Annalise's uh, telenovela? Meh. <laughs> Like you said, Annalie, when it comes to like revealing, you really gotta like, if it's not a throw off, like a cover up, you gotta practice it and time it. Especially when it comes to unzipping, you gotta make it a moment. You know what I mean? You can't sit down in a chair and take it off. <laughs> well, that was the other thing. I accidentally also took off my panties, which was not supposed to happen. And I was like, oh shit, what the fuck, fuck, God damn it. Um. Anyways, enough enough about me, enough about me. Let's. Did you Wait, bloom? Luna, is it a doom or yeah. bloom? <laughs> it was sick. It was. It was good. It was good. I bloomed it. It was really good. I love you. <laughs> wow. Speaking Andy. of love, the next diva to come out was Miss Mary Jane Gagdalen, and she did classic rock. What did y'all think of this number? I loved. It was so good. It was really good. I enjoyed the way she included. Uh, male singers. It was a lot of songs that were really, really recognizable. She played with the song so well, and she had that wig on. Bitch, I love throwing my hair around, and I know it, but you gotta make sure that thing is secure, and she did, and I lived. I lived for all of it. It was, it was a huge bloom for me. It really was. I loved it. Yeah, um, the, the costume and the wig, sickening. If I just saw the image and someone said, all right, what genre of music do you think she did? I think I would say probably rock, like for sure. So like just for the look alone, incredible, amazing, talented, show-stopping, all of that stuff. And then the mix itself, I, I also really loved the inclusion of like male vocals. Um, I, you know, Mary has done this before. She did like Eminem, I think in like the finale of, of her season. So she's definitely not scared to play with, with that whole, you know, male, female voices. Um, but this is an absolute bloom. She looks incredible. That wig is everything. Yeah, I agree. This is definitely a bloom for me. 
I feel like the number was very solid. I liked how she worked on the floor. She had a lot of fluorography. She had a lot of hair whipping. She was very edgy, very punk in people's faces. And I honestly live for it. So yeah, it's a bloom. Um, next up was Miss Honey Blunt. And she came out and did disco. Now, Honey's number was wild. This bitch was like cranked the fuck up. This energy is exactly what I needed from Honey. I feel like she's really stepped it up. She really popped the fuck off. She looked amazing. This huge ass wig. She had reveals. It's a bloom. Yes, exclusive backstage tea. Uh, Honey was literally stitching this outfit together right up until she could not keep stitching it. Um, and it looks so good. Like, this is a really great outfit. The hair is wild and crazy. The mix was also very fun. I was upstairs jiggling my, well, as best as I can, jiggling my ass. But, um, it, and this was definitely very good. And you're right, I think she... You know, maybe she was doing some strategy here. Maybe she was keeping it a little simple at the beginning and then really cranked it up this week. Um, either way though, uh, yes, it's a bloom. She did She did great. Uh, yeah, I think it was good. Uh, the hair was really cute. The outfit was cute. The song choices, love the song choices. Love all of those songs. Um, and she did crank it up. She moved a lot. You know, she did, she did the honey thing uh, times 10 and I really enjoyed it. So it was a bloom. Right, this was a honey sniff instead of a honey blunt. <laughs> <laughs> Not a honey line. Um, right. All right, speaking of lines, this next bitch <laughs> is forming a line at the meet and greet, honey. Her name is Jalea Jolie Times, and she came out and did a pop mix. Yeah. I think that this was amazing. This was like crazy. Jalea came out and she was like in a wedding gown. She had a whole production. She had a groom. She had a, what is it called? People that marry people. I don't know. I'm gay. So we don't really get this stuff. Um, what is it called? A preacher? I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Church. Um, yeah. There was a <laughs> preacher and then like there was a this whole moment. An ordained well, minister. Uh, you got it. Bella's one of those, I think. Oh. Um, I feel like this number was the shit. This was so good. I was so shook at what she was presenting. I think this was definitely Jalea showing exactly why she's been doing so well in this competition. She's killing it. I, I cannot complain at all. In fact, this was probably my favorite number of all of them. I, I just think it was so good. So it's definitely a bloom for me. Yeah, I really loved the incorporation of a story. Um, I, I think I've said this before, but I really love when a story is presented. Um, and she looked so amazing in that gown, in the wedding dress. And, you know, she incorporated other performers, which, as we heard from Tiffany's moment, like, sometimes you, you the other performers could really make or break your performance, but this really worked in her favor. And so, um, Julia, I will forever and always be obsessed with you as a fan, but as a competitor, I hate you. And um, I'll bloom this. I live for the look. I thought that was really good. That fucking hair looks so damn good on her. It is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, the outfit was super cute. I love the wedding dress and I love the reveal from the wedding dress. Uh. Um, now the question in the air for me was when it came to the mixtape, was it supposed to be all one artist or was it supposed to be different? Oh. So that, that was the question in my mind for a little bit. And I, you know, to be fair, it wasn't made clear. It was just made, you know, separate songs. It was a really good number uh, for the end part when uh, 
what was the song? Why Don't You Love Me when she did that? I thought maybe she could have had a bit more energy for it. But all in all, it was, it was a bloom. It was a bloom. It was a good number. So I, I want to clear the air and we could have obviously done a little bit more asking questions or whatever, but the description that Bellis gave us said, pick one genre to celebrate and create a mixtape performance that samples at least three songs. And here's my other thing. I, I am going to go out on a limb here and I'm going to say Beyonce is a genre. <laughs> Beyonce <laughs> is a genre. Fair, fair. That is fair. Truly. She's touched everything. Let me tell you. Truly. Speaking of touching, um, which <gasps> numbers touched y'all? Which ones were the ones that really stood out? And which numbers fell a little bit flat for you guys? So I'd say my favorite number has to be Mary's. I, I truly enjoyed that. It was so good. It was really good. It was a different side of Mary, I believe, than we see, than her just twirling around to a song. And I, I really liked it. So she had to be my favorite. Yeah. Um. I Here's the thing. There were, uh, like... I, from Tiffany's, I really liked the concept and I liked her being crowned. I like, I liked the story there. From Zoe's, I, re I, I really liked what she did. I think she looked gorgeous. Uh, she had some funny moments with like the Disney moments. Luna's performance was also very, very excellent. She had some really crazy wild moments. Like everyone really did well tonight. Like tonight, I don't think anyone did bad or like didn't meet the brief. So it's hard for me to like be like who did the best. Um, I'm gonna do a top three for me. I really liked Jalea's. I really liked Mary's, and I think Honey also fucking slayed this week. Um, and then um, yeah, I'll, I'll say those three. I, I don't know who to pick though. Yeah, for me, I definitely think that Honey and Jalea were the standout moments in this. Although I do think everyone did a good job. Um, even Lamixie, I know I gave her a doom, but I still feel like she did a good job. I just feel like the only reason why it's doomable is because I don't feel like it was the brief. Speaking of briefs, uh, we are going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to be discussing the runway. Are y'all excited to talk about the runway? Oh, absolutely. Oh, <laughs> I'm ready yes, I, I am ready. Uh, I can't wait to see what the chat uh, brings this week. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, let's uh, run away to the runway. Be right back. Oh, welcome back from the break. Um, this is my most favorite part. We get to doom and bloom people on the runways. Um, do y'all have any feelings? Anything that we need to say before we get started? I'm just huh? excited to dive in. I love the runway. I think it's fierce. Yeah, and uh, I think this is a really good runway because everybody did such a good job. But we'll get into it. We'll talk yeah. about it. All right. Well, hit the music. First up on the stage, we have Miss. Oh, wait, what's the challenge? What's the challenge? Oh, my bad. Okay, so <laughs> the challenge, real quick, was Goodwill Hunting, which, according to the brief, says uh embrace the roots of drag and turn trash into treasure so we just had to create a look from items that we acquire from like goodwill or secondhand stores and so that is what the brief was all about yeah, so let's i love it. this challenge because i feel yeah. like this is very like the roots of drag and like thrifting and and doing the thing turning basically what the brief says turning trash into treasure and i definitely think that this was a fun ass challenge let's go ahead and jump into it who was first bitch yeah, so first up, we had Tiffany Minx, who came out in this very beautiful, like, pink gowny thing moment that uh, it, it it's not, 
It's like on the shoulders. It's very pretty. Also, which we don't see pictured here, but she had a giant tag uh, that said like $30 that I really, really loved. I will say now that I'm looking at it, I wish she could have found a way to like put it on the side. That way it could be like a moment throughout the entire thing. Uh, Cause you know, when she turns around, we don't see the tag anymore. Um, but you know, I don't know. Overall, this is a bloom. She looks really, really great. Um, she looks like a, like a trailer trash Barbie. I live. Yeah, I think for me, this is definitely a bloom. I love this look. I think she really took the gown and made it something more with the stoning. I enjoy the look from head to toe. It's a bloom for me. Yeah, I, I really like the look too. And I think I think the tag was placed really well, actually, because uh. you know, when, when she comes out, you see the first of the dress. And then when she's walking, you catch that tag. So it's that moment of, Oh, look at that additive, and it was super cute. I thought the tag was a cute idea. Uh, I love the gown. Kudos to her for being able to find a well-fitting gown at a Goodwill that touched the floor. Oh my goodness. As a tall bitch myself, let me it tell you. It doesn't touch the floor. It, the back did. <laughs> the back did. It counts. Um, and well, one critique I would have for such a like, high glamorous look I probably would have done a better hair. Mm -hmm. You know, when you want to do a glamorous look, kind of have like something that's, you know, glamorous. She looked like she went to the beach and like swam around for a while and then was like, oh fuck, I have prom. So she like ran <laughs> home and just put the dress on and, and went to the prom. Oh fuck, I have prom. But other than that, it was a balloon. The tag, the tag really did it for me. I thought that was a really good dress. Yeah, the tag was excellent. And you know, just to be clear, I the the critique for the tag is literally me thinking about it from like a photographer's standpoint. Like I want to see it. But in live, in person, I do think you're right, Luna. Like having it be something that you see when she turns around is a really good dramatic effect. So thank you for that. Oh, I do drag. Uh, what? <laughs> yes. Uh, speaking of people who do drag, next up to the stage, we have Miss Zoe Adams, who was serving us kind of like this 50s housewife kind of moment, this really pretty floral dress with pearls. And she was walking around with like a pie and she had her ready whip. Now, I'm not saying she was inspired by my performance from the week before with the ready whip, um, but this is really, really pretty. I love that she's giving like a, a, a performance. She's giving a storyline here with her runway. So I'm absolutely going to bloom this. Yeah, I enjoyed this look. I think it was really fun. This was also a fun moment for Zoe that I wasn't really expecting her to do. She's, I feel like this episode, she really just let loose and I really appreciate that. My favorite part of this whole performance moment, cause she was giving a performance during this runway, was yeah. when she took the ready whip and like squirted it all over her face because it literally <laughs> like, it wouldn't come out and then it like exploded everywhere. Um, I Overall, I think this is a bloom. I think she looks great and good for her. I'm obsessed with this look. I'm so used to seeing Zoe naked or like right. this, that and the other. I really think this is out of like a striking zone for her. And to be able to like head to toe, like the attention to detail, the lace glove, <laughs> the socks with heels, the pearls, the headband and the hair. It, it was so great. And the pie with the story, the added effect of a 50s housewife, I lived. Honestly, lived. This is a, this is a bloom. This is a good bloom for me work 
Speaking of blooms, let's see if we bloom this next bitch. We have Lua, uh, Lu Luella, <laughs> who is serving us kind of like this fashion moment with this pretty uh, white and black little, like, I don't know, cocktail dress. Uh, she was wearing like this big jacket over it. She's got these amazing uh, sunglasses on. Honestly, this is another good head to toe look, like, color-wise, like thinking of the gloves and sunglasses and, and all of that. I think this looks really pretty. It looks very fun. I like the way it photographed. Um, I'm going to give it a bloom. Yeah, this is amazing. I actually really enjoy this look. I love the dress. I love the way you've styled it. I think it's very cute, and I'm going to give it a bloom as well. Good for you, Diva. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, just to let you know that dress, uh, found it for $16. It was Fashion Nova. Like, let me Ooh. tell you, and it was the very last, because I, I had this whole different look planned, and I stopped somewhere, and I found it, and I was like, holy shit, I need to plan around this cocktail dress. I need to plan this around this dress, because I absolutely was obsessed. But yeah, I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was well put together uh, for my standard, because, you know, I'm not much of a look queen. I do. I perform. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I, I liked it. I like. I I was like, let me give him like an editorial moment. Like I own this magazine. Yeah, I definitely see that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yes. So it's, it's a bloom. Am I allowed to bloom myself? Is that a thing? Yeah, absolutely. The makeup um, is correct. The wig is correct. This is a correct moment. Now I am looking at this picture and I do see. Um, don't talk little, about it. Don't I see. Talk. I see a little. Okay, 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 okay. You know what? <laughs> let's move on. Speak, speaking of things that we do want to talk about, let's move on to the next person who is La Mixie. Wait, this is not her runway. That's Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, y'all. Uh, okay, I will say what I do remember from the runway was that she was wearing this denim inspired, very like uh, kind of campy, high fashion kind of moment. She had denim cone boobies. Um, this look honestly to me was such a killer look. I was very, very proud of La Mixie for turning this out and it is a bloom for me. Here we go. Here I have to 100% agree. This is such a serve. I love this look so much. La Mixie is really like conceptual in her runway looks. She's always has like a twist to what she's serving and I do appreciate that. I think that she looks so good and it is definitely a bloom for me. Yeah, it's very, it's very much a Madonna-esque moment. I enjoy it. The, the titties, I, I was questioning, because she told me uh, in the group chat, she was like, oh, putting denim together. And I was like, oh my God, what's this gonna look like? I heard denim and cones, and I was like, this ought to be fun. Um, but no, it's very cute. I like it. Um, yeah, I wish, I wish there was some kind of hair instead of just the top, just to add a bit more to it. Oh, sure. Other than that, bloom. Yeah. Um. I, look, I just want to keep looking at this, this, because it, it it is just really excellent. I mean, it's like a denim clown. I don't know. This is just really good. You better work, Lemixie. This is one hundred percent bloom. Um. Yeah. Next up to the stage is uh the one and only amazing, beautifully talented, always bloomable Annalie Duchet who came out in a 50s dress inspired thing with roses all over it. She's got this little red vesty thing with some pearls, this beautiful ornate headpiece and a little basket. Is this a kimono moment? <laughs> oh, right, yeah. So, okay, yeah. So when, when me, when 
I pulled this out. Zoe was like, wait a minute. You're, this is your runway? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, look at my runway. And we were like, fuck. Um, I also, shout out to Luna. She, so I left the original belt that I was going to wear with this at home. Uh, so Luna let me wear this belt. Uh, so I'll blame that on the reason why I didn't score as well. Uh, but thank, <laughs> thank you. Oh, Luna. oh my God. <laughs> thank you, Luna, for the belt. Um, so here's the deal. Um, I do have some points. Overall, this is a bloom for me. I have some points here though. Uh, the gloves are garbage. Um, I don't know why she decided to wear these gloves, uh, but <laughs> she did. And then, you know, the headpiece is really pretty, but it fell. And so Annalie clearly did not prepare very well for, for this prop moment. And I wish that she would have, because uh, if it would have stayed on, I think it really would have helped her. I agree with you. I think that your headpiece falling off really did hinder the overall score. Cause I do enjoy this look and I think it's really cute, especially in this photo. I feel like you're definitely serving it. I'm going to give it a bloom. I do wish that you would have nailed that flower moment into your skull. Um, that would have probably helped. Uh, but overall it's a bloom. Here's the thing. I had to at first you were doing a reveal. If I'm if I'm gonna be honest, I thought there was gonna be like a moment, and oh. then like then you just turned around and were like, "Oops!" And I was like, "Oh, okay." There's nothing going on. She just she just pulled it out of her head. I wish that I would have done a moment. Look, I really want. I think I need to work on if something messes up to just camp the fuck out of it and like whatever. So what I wish I would have done is I would have I wish I could have like looked at the headpiece and been like, you stupid bitch, why would you fall out? You know, kind of like I, I don't know. I wish I would have made it a moment rather than making it like a oh, this was clearly a mess up. You know what I mean? You could have put it in the basket. Picked it up, put it in the basket. <laughs> well, here's the thing, it got stuck in my hair, so I could not completely like take it off. It was it was a mess. It was a mess. So I I, I enjoy this look from uh, neck to toe. Honestly, the headpiece is really cute, but I don't, I, I wouldn't say that it fits this. I think it, it might be a bit too much. And that's funny <laughs> from a drag queen. I think, I think it falling off did a favor, rather. <laughs> but it, it, it's a lot, it's a lot. Maybe if there was like uh, it coming from your head instead, it just being a bouquet in that basket. And that would have really, because like the basket's kind of empty. So like, what's that there for? So rather it being on top of your head, being in the basket, I think that would have been really cute. But other than that, this this look is still a book. Work. Um, I will take those critiques. Thank you very much. Um, let's move on to another critiquable bitch, Miss Mary Jane Gagdalyn. Y'all, this look is really, really, really pretty. She's wearing this blue um, like gown. It's very pretty, very flowy. I really love this uh, like orangey red hair that she's got on. Um, Mary definitely told me to stop coming for the fact that she's not wearing nails, but you know, bitch, I, 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 here's the thing. I don't know. I don't think this needs a nail, but I do wish this would have like, I, I wish a glove was there. I just wish that a glove was there. Jewelry, big jewelry. Yeah. Or just something else, but <laughs> I'm just kidding, Mary. This looks so amazing. This is a 100% bloom. She looks like a fucking princess. She looks like a Disney princess from Zoe's number. Yeah. Wow. Um, I think that this is a bloom. I do enjoy this look. I will agree with you. I think that maybe a little bit more attention to detail could have pushed it up a little bit higher. But overall, I think that this is cute. So I'm going to give it a bloom. Now, let, let me tell you what I hate about this look. Because I know, 
I know for a fact that that little skinny twat pulled it off the retail rack and put it on. And I hate that because I can't do that. <laughs> oh my God, I'm 6'2 and 200 pounds. I can't, I, no, there's no way I'm pulling a dress off a rack and just putting it on my body. It's a gorgeous dress. I know that she, uh, I believe she said she added some stones to it to really amp it up. Uh, I really enjoyed it. And like it, the picture we see is not doing it justice because in person it was extremely gorgeous. I will say that uh, I wouldn't say I want there to be jewelry, but I think jewelry would have amped it up just a bit more, but still all in all, it's a gorgeous look. Yeah, and I, I truly am living for the color of this hair. It looks incredible. And the way that it, uh, I always think that orange and blue are very like, I mean, they are complementary colors. So I love the way they look together, but this just, this is really great. This is beautiful, Mary. All right, uh, speaking of beautiful Marys, let's get to the next bitch. Uh, we have Miss Honey <laughs> Blunt. And this little chihuahua bitch decided what she was going to do was get a whole bunch of Goodwill bags and turn it into a dress. And that she did. We have uh, a dress made out of a bunch of Goodwill bags. I think this concept is so funny, so strong. And I really, really compliment Honey for, for turning this out. Um, so, you know, I, I've got to bloom it. Yeah, I agree. In fact, I think I'm gonna give this a super bloom of the week. And here's why. I feel like all y'all bitches went to Goodwill and spent money and Honey said, bitch, I'm not spending a fucking dollar. I live for that. I fucking live for that. That takes fucking balls. And to walk out there in bags and give it and serve it, y'all didn't fucking see how she was serving it. It was yeah. everything. She yeah. served it like she didn't give a fuck, bitch. And I enjoy that. So props to Honey. I'm giving you the super bloom. And if anyone disagrees, you can... <laughs> I love myself, so I'm not. <laughs> my, uh, I'll I'll give my super bloom at the end. Oh, okay, great. Uh, so my favorite part about this look is just thinking about Honey walking into a Goodwill and explaining what <laughs> a bunch of. Yes. Can you just just can I just get 15 bags for this one thing that I buy, please? <laughs> Um, I'll give props to being able to work with this kind of material. That has to be like extremely difficult. I mean, you're talking about fragile and especially when it goes on your body and you're trying to sell it, you never know what's going to happen. She made a fucking purse. She made, she did. And she had a purse out of a bag. She has this little, you know, peacock tail. Uh, they look like they're blown up bags a little bit, maybe. I like it. I do. I do like it. The little uh, bow in the hair. It's cute. Yeah, the bow in the hair is great. Yeah, I'll give it a balloon. You know what? And just because, uh, just because I can, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, and say something. I wish that she would have had a glove. Oh my, <laughs> oh my god! Oh I'm my just joking. God. I'm just the girls joking. Are gonna, this is what's going to happen. The girls are going to send you home, and if you, you inevitably fall on the bottom, they're going to send you home, and when they get the mic, they're going to be like. She told me to wear a glove. <laughs> I'm joking about the glove thing. I'm just being so stupid. Oh, now she's backtracking. Okay. We see Your Honor. Bitch. Your Honor. I do think uh, she could have wore an earring. Wow. Paper bag. Just a balled up paper bag hooked to a hook. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Only That's my only critique. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> I, I wish that there would have been an earring, but 
or either an earring or a glove, one or the other. Although it looks like <laughs> she's wearing a ring made out of. I, she's wearing a ring made out of a bag. Oh, yeah, oh I, I love, I love that. that. Yeah, okay. I love. Yeah. yeah. Very, very creative. I think this is great. You better work, uh, Miss Honey Blunt. Uh, last up to the stage, we had Julia Jolie Times, who was serving us a Goodwill moment completely made out of ties. She's got a skirt around her body and it's all different uh, like uh, patterns of ties. She's got this cute little tie bow thing on her neck. And she's, I mean, this is, this is very, very fun. I think she's kind of given me like, um, Hermione Granger took a fashion course at Hogwarts. And uh, this is great. I think, I think this is a bloom. She looks great. I, I will say I, I'm not a fan of the heel with this look, but overall, this is a bloom. She looks incredible. Yeah, this is definitely a bloom. I love the idea and the concept of using an unconventional moment like a tie yeah. to make yeah. a skirt. I think that's so smart. So smart. And uh, yeah, I, I love this look. I actually don't really mind the shoes. I can't really see like really what they look like in the photo. They're really whited out from the, the flash and the lighting. Um, but I'm assuming you you know got up close and personal with them because you were in the dressing room together. Yeah. And you, got I like to, that. you got to really see it. Uh, but from this photo, I can't really see what the shoe's looking like. Overall, this is a bloom for me. I do enjoy it. I think this is honestly a very close second to Honey's. I think between the two, I mean, they just dominated this night. So uh, yeah, this is a bloom for me. It's borderline super blooming, but it's not It's not quite there like Honey's was for me. All right, Luna, uh, give us your final thoughts. Uh, how did you feel about Jalea's? Hmm. What? How did you feel about Jaleas? Mm hmm. What? <laughs> How did you feel about Jalea, bitch? This wallpaper is so pretty. <laughs> um, hundred percent honesty. Um, yeah, so Jalea, her her fashion in both seasons, incredible. What she's brought to the stage has been so many times. So for uh, everybody has high expectations of. Uh, you know what she's gonna bring. Yeah. In in my honest opinion, I think this is the weakest look that she's brought to the stage. Um, just because it's you know uh, the tie skirt is cute. Um, I think she could have done a lot more with it. Um, like a whole bodysuit of ties would have been completely it. That would have sold me. But it, the balled up Daisy Duke uh, button up right there with the tie. Uh, it's just, I think that takes away from the skirt a lot because the skirt is really cute. I like the different patterns uh, that it comes with. But I think if that was brought up all the way into like this whole, like uh, a fringe, fringy bodysuit moment, I think that would have been like completely it. Like a whole outfit just made out of tie. Sure, like maybe if she would have had the a bodice that had the ties in that way, like if she twirled, the top twirls, the bottom twirl. Yeah, yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So, so the skirt is really cute. It's what's up there that really loses it for me. I can see that. So, and, and, oh God, I hate doing this because I love Julia so much. She's like a really good sister to me, but I, I have to give this uh, a new. <gasps> <laughs> what? And yeah. oh, this is a travesty, bitch. A travesty. Wow. Um, oh, well, there, there you go, Julia. Sometimes people have opinion. opinion. 
That's my opinion. <laughs> Sometimes people have opinions, and whether they're right or completely incorrect, I'm not gonna judge you. Um, yeah. Okay. So that was the runway. What did we think about this runway overall? Did we enjoy the runway? Did we think it was a complete flop? What are we thinking? I liked it. I liked it. I liked the idea of going to Goodwill and bringing a look together. That was, it was really fun to me. Instead of just going into a closet and finding something glamorous, so you had to go out there and really like um, do it for yourself. Also, speaking of runway, I do want to give a shout out to two people. Holy shit. Y'all's looks on uh, Friday Miami and Bella. Ridiculous. Oh. My wait, we, we will do we will do a Bella moment. We'll do a Bella moment. We need those moments, honestly. Yeah. I wish you know what? Yeah, we'll we'll do a Miami and a Bella moment. Bella, Miami needs to be fucking red. Let's go. Okay, <laughs> great. Are we gonna what? do it? We wow, never okay. include them. They're never included. I think they should be included in balloons and dooms. Okay, great. So we can we'll do that after we go to break. Um, <laughs> Which is gonna happen right now, so I can mentally prepare myself. Wait, no, I, I didn't. I didn't get my. I didn't get my super bloom. Oh, okay. Wait. Well, let's see who. Let's see who this bitch is gonna super bloom because I'm very curious to see. I'm one hundred getting it too. I am super blooming Lamixi. I think this look was really top tier for me. I think, to me, it was kind of the the nice middle ground of of taking garments and also kind of, cause what, what Honey and what Julia did was they took unconventional kind of materials and turned it into a gown. Whereas like me and Tiffany and Zoe, we we found uh, something that was already made and, and Mary as well. We found something that was already, and, and Luna, we found something that was already made and you know we wore it, we embellished it, we made it look a little bit different, we added, we styled it. Um, but I think Lamixi did a nice kind of middle where she found some material but used it in unconventional ways. And I and I also just live for this. So Lamixi is getting my super bloom of the week. Oh, do I get a super bloom of the week? Are yeah, we- super bloom. Oh my god, I can. Yeah, I feel so great. Okay, just because con- conceptual wise and just the additive benefits of what it was and the details that went into it. Um, I'd have to say my my super bloom of the week has to be Zoe because I enjoyed the look so much and she played it off so well and it was different from what she's usually giving us. So I really, really enjoyed that. Wow. Well, speaking of super blooming, I'm going to go super bloom myself. And when we come back, we're (laughs) going to be talking about the placements, our overall thoughts, and uh, we're just going to get into it. So uh, here we go. Bye. I know this club where everybody goes because they always turn the sickest drag shows. And just so everybody knows, the best place to party is Atomic Rose. Atomic Rose is the place to be every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. On Friday, Bella DeBall kicks off the weekend in the Rose Garden at 10 p.m. The dance floor opens at 12 a.m. Then on Saturday, comes the a drag show extravaganza that includes three rounds of entertainment in Dubal Room at 10 p.m. The dance floor opens at 12 a.m. And round out your weekend on Sunday. It's a rainbow brunch show with Bella DeBall at 12.30. Enjoy a full brunch menu by an award-winning chef starting at 11 a.m. Then join Patio Furniture as she takes over at 2 p.m. for Bingo with Patio. Not to mention, Atomic Rose has a great selection of drinks, delicious food, captivating performances, 
a live twerk contest with prizes, as well as so much more. Make sure you're following them on Facebook and Instagram at Atomic Rose Memphis for all of the latest updates. Atomic Rose is fun for everyone. And at the end of every show, you'll leave with just one question. Are you not entertained? All right, welcome back from the break. We are going to keep this moving along and we need to do some quick dooms and blooms for our judges. And we need to take a moment to revisit a look from last week where Bella was wearing this snake look. So are y'all ready to uh, to doom and bloom Bella and Miami and uh, Kayla and everybody else? Yes. Yeah, sure. Right. Let's start off with uh, let's start off with Miami. Now, Miami for this week was wearing sleeves. She wears a heart on her sleeve. She wears sleeves on her heart. And uh, it was very, very cool. It was very punk rock. Uh, She had she made a headpiece that was like cones with this different plaid colored um, fabric. This was an excellent look, Miami. I 100 percent blew it. You looked incredible. Thank you. My opinion, uh, I've known Miami for a very long time. I knew she was the uh, Goodwill Queen when it came to uh, drag. And I do have to say, just because uh, this past week, like, really, really, really shook me, Miami, for this look. Because, holy shit, has it been, like, bottom of the hill, top of mountain type of thing for you. shut your whore mouth honestly you are absolutely correct when i first started drag i like my thing was i have always been very self aware of my budget and um drag is expensive it's very expensive and uh more recently i've learned how to like make cheap things look expensive but back in the day bitch i just looked cheap period it was the fact that you made it that really really shook me i was like oh my god It was incredible, like incredible. Thank you so much. Uh, Let's talk about Kayla Von Dickerson, who is the winner of season two and is also one of our judges for War of the Roses. Um, I hate her forever and always uh, because she's so beautiful and gorgeous. Uh, She will definitely get a bloom for me. Kayla, she always looks gorgeous. She's always super sweet. Uh, She'll always get a bloom from me. I've never seen her in like a terrible look. So I've, yeah, I've never seen anything that was questionable on her ever. Yeah. The day Kayla looks ugly will be the same day I get my split. It's never going to happen. <laughs> um, I live for Kayla. She's amazing. She's beautiful. She's talented. She's brilliant. And um, there's a reason why she won because yeah. she's sickening every single time. Every single time. Uh, it's a bloom for me, love. Great. Now let's get to the high bitch herself, Miss. Uh, Bella Duval. Now, last week we forgot to talk about her look, but she uh, did a Welcome to the Jungle. Wait, no, 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 no. What, what was it? It was was it Avant Garden that she was serving? Yeah, yeah. So she was doing Avant Garden, and her take was that she was the snake in the garden. She had this incredible headpiece that was made out of foam. Uh, she had an apple. She had snake eyes on this headpiece. She looked so so incredible. Um, and it's a blow. Yeah, this is a blimp for me. I have literally zero critiques. I think it was so good. Good for her. Yeah, she looks incredible. Oh, she, oh my God. I got to see it like really close up and just the makeup that she had on with it. Oh my God, yes. Did with the whole uh, dress. Oh, it was beautiful. 
It was definitely a bloom. Yeah, here's my one little baby critique, and it's only because she wants us to find something. Like, she's asking for it. She is begging for it. So this is the only reason, the only reason I'm doing this. Um, <laughs> much, much like the first week, I wish specifically for the black uh, parts on the snake head, I wish that it would have been uh, glittery or something, because I think it could have really given us, like, the sheen that snake skin has. Um, so I just wish that the black parts would have had would have been like the sparkly foam or maybe she could have just, uh, you know, put some put some glitter on it. But that's it. She still looks incredible. And obviously what I say doesn't matter. Um, and uh, I hate myself. Now, this week, Bella was giving us a satyr moment, uh, which is a half goat, half human, I believe. Um and y'all, this look to me has been my favorite look that she's pr- done in All Star so far. This look was super incredible. She had like a bodysuit that was rhinestone. She had, uh, you know, the goat part was uh, yarn that she incorporated into this one piece. She looked incredible. This was great. And her performance was so funny and fresh. It was great. Strong yeah. week for Bella, I-, I would say. Yeah, Bella did amazing. She looks amazing. She killed it this week. Yeah. I love this look. And she sent me updates as she was creating this moment. So yeah. uh, good for that bitch. I hate her creativity. Yeah, same. Yeah, it was, uh, it was something else that was not expected, honestly, coming to the gig. And I was shook. I was really shook. Especially the, the hooves. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God, the hooves. And the jewelry attached to the ears, oh, it was everything. Yeah, Bella is the goat. She's the greatest of all time. Um, speaking of goats, <laughs> what's next? <laughs> yeah, so now let's talk quickly about the placements. Um, so uh, we, we'll just do like the tops and the bottom. So in the top this week, we had Jalea and Honey. Um, and then in the bottom, we had Luna and Lamixi. Now, Luna, since you're here, what... What was going on in your mind when you heard the placements and uh, what did you think was going to happen? I was shook a little bit, to be honest. I thought I had a really good week, but you know what it is, what it is when it comes to a competition, there's no really hard feelings coming from my end. You know, I, you know, I've been in the game long enough to know that, you know, this is how the game plays out. Did I expect me to be there? No, honestly, not really. Um, Not necessarily saying that i disagree or agree with the placement um and I kind of knew that it was going to be me when I heard the placements I I knew it was going to be me going wow um Miami what were your thoughts on this placement as one of the judges did you think that this the way it played out is the way that it should have played out yeah I think that Honey and Jalea both did a really good job they had a very solid night the entire night and uh as for the bottom I really don't think that anyone did a bad job I think it was Really more about finding who did a little bit better rather than who did a little bit worse for me. Yeah, I think I think that this bottom two was correct. Yeah, so um, let's see. Honey and Jalea ended up lip syncing. They lip synced to Material Girl. And I mean, to be 100% like Frank, Honey ate Jalea's ass on this on this floor tonight. Honey did so well. Um, she knew all the words uh, throughout this song. There's like little ding dings and like little art art kind of pieces. And like she hit all of those pieces. Um, and it's really fun to watch, honey. She's a very dynamic performer. And so she she won. 
And she ultimately had to make a decision about who to save between Honey and Lamix. I mean, uh, between Luna and Lamixie. And Honey ended up saving Lamixie, which meant that unfortunately Luna had to exit the competition. Miami, how do you? You've been watching like for the last two episodes. You've seen now the competitors have to like choose each other. What do you think about this moment for us as competitors? And um, what is some advice that maybe you could give us when we're trying to make these decisions? Yeah. Um, well, first of all, I want to say I know that it's hard to pick, you know, out of the bottom two because we're all friends here. At the end of the day, we all work together. We all love each other. Even if we bicker, we all love each other. And uh, I, I know that it's hard. I know that it is not an easy decision to make and there's a lot laying on it. But just know that if you follow what your gut is telling you, everything will be okay. At the end of the day, this is a competition. This is how the game is played. I also want to say when you fall into the bottom two, you have to recognize that both of you are fair game to be eliminated. There is no unfairness when it comes to picking. So regardless of what the person that wins does, their choice is valid. Even if the person has I mean, say, say, for example, someone has three wins and they fall in the bottom and then they get chopped. That's fair because they fell in the bottom. If they didn't want to get eliminated, they shouldn't have fell in the bottom. So overall, I think that you just have to play the game. You have to do what you do and uh, kill it every week or face the chopping block. Period. <laughs> now, Luna, I do want to know what was going on in your mind during this moment of uh, a final deliberation? You know, I always said in the first season uh, that I did, season three, and in this season, I was like, you know what? Uh, if I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out with a bang. And it's not going to be because I had a bad night. It's going to be because I had a good night. And that's just how things fell. Um, so I wasn't upset. Was I disappointed? Yeah, because I kind of, you know, I wanted to be up there with the girls and be considered one of, you know, the bad bitches in the top but overall i mean this is just drag I, I don't stop because of it 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 you know it doesn't hinder anything that uh, i do um it was just you know it, in my mindset the competition is a real competition and it's just another gig that's you know i played it just happened how it happened uh i respect uh all the girls in the thing uh i fully believe lamixie she has a lot to offer she's a really beautiful girl she you know she's one of the newer ones in the city so she's really doing the damn thing putting herself in the line of uh doing it with going against people with such experience uh so like kudos to her for doing that honestly i'm excited to see what uh she does because she you know she's been doing good uh did she, she had a rough night friday but you know she was able to get through it hopefully she takes that as a lesson to you know be more prepared and you know, so it doesn't happen again. Make sure that she's able to elevate so she's not in that position. Yeah, I agree. And I do want to say for anyone that's listening that may be competing, just because you have a bad night, that does not mean that you're, you know, less than than anyone else. Just because you get chopped, that doesn't mean that your career is over, that you'll never work in the city again. Bitch, that it means nothing. Like, this is just a fun competition. Have fun with it. Do what you do. Because at the end of the day, if you're having fun, the audience is going to have fun. They're going to tip you down. So if you're listening, show some love to all these entertainers. Everyone did such a good job. I just really want to drive that home. This was a really good night for everyone. No one really did terrible. Um, 
And uh, even if they did do terrible at the end of the day, bitch, we still love each of y'all. And I cannot wait to see what you all do next week, except for Luna, because she got chopped. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but no, we love Luna. Luna, you are such a classic case of drag. You do it right every single time. And we love to see you. What's next for Luna? What, what do you have planned on the horizon? Who knows? Bookings. Um, I will say for if you have any listeners in Starkville, Mississippi, uh, next Saturday on the 19th, I will be down there in Starkville uh, performing with Miss Mariah Valenciaga, Aubrey, JR from Memphis and Ariella Da Vinci and some other names that if I'm forgetting to mention, I completely apologize. But that's, you know, I'm really excited for that gig down there. So if you're listening, you know, jump in, say hi. Um, got some juice place gigs coming up and you know and if you just want to know where i am just keep up with my facebook and you'll see me you'll catch me somewhere yeah speaking of catching things Annalie, is there anything you want to say to our guests before we wrap this shit up thanks for coming here on the pod uh i really loved having you when we did our episode about mental health i thought that was such a good and important episode um because mental health is very important to me specifically but also like it should be important to everyone thanks for being here to talk about this uh and also real quick for the war uh of the roses fans this week uh we have the super bowl where the competitors have to come up with a halftime show performance and then we have an incredible runway where we have to kind of take a moment of our silhouette and proportion the hell out of it. I'm very excited for this runway to see what everybody ends up doing. And uh, I'm also excited for the halftime show. We'll see how it goes. Well, guys, this is the end of the podcast. Annalie, do you have anything that you want to say? Yes, I have one final thing to finally say. Uh, Mostly, I love you, Luna, but also Luna. And for everybody else, did you know that you can help keep the pod running by becoming a monthly supporter? All you have to do is find our podcast on anchor.fm and click the support button. You can choose to give a monthly donation of 99 cents, $4.99, or $9.99. That's cheap, girl. After all, this is a drag show, and we do love our tips. Any and all donations are very much appreciated, and it will help us stay pretty. Not only will you be helping us to provide better content, but you can also get a shout out on the pod. Yes. And speaking of shout outs, we're going to give another special thanks to Janice uh, and uh, for keeping us pretty. We're also going to give a shout out to Vicky. I don't know if you can tell, but Miami's mic is crisp. Miami, say something. Give us, an ASMR. give us an ASMR moment. Wow. Well, um, if you're feeling extra pretty, make sure to check out our merch. Link is in the bio of this episode. If you're feeling pretty on a budget, you can also rate the pod on Spotify and Apple Podcast for free. Remember, if you have questions you'd like us to answer, advice you'd like us to give, or complaints you'd like us to read for filth, send them to the email at the end of the pod. We love you all. Don't be homophobic and have a great day. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Are We Pretty with Annalie and Miami. If you would like to send in Q&A questions or to contact us, send us an email at areweprettypodcast at gmail.com. You can follow Miami on Instagram at Miami, And you can follow Annalie on Instagram at AnnalieDreams. The music featured in the intro and outro is produced by Evans Beats. Thanks for listening and we will see you soon. Stay Stay pretty. pretty.